Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Uh, if you're looking for a new job anytime soon, beware. They might be kind of going at a different angle when they're trying to hire you. They don't think they're stupid, so they came in to apply. We're trying to weed out the people that do come in. Uh, we hired one last week, lasted three days. And repeatedly, <laughs> get off your cell phone. You've got dogs to watch. At least be as smart as I am. So the controversy is that this guy is putting out a sign, and in his ads, they're saying, now hiring non-stupid people. Yes. So if you apply, you're insinuating that uh, you don't feel like you're stupid. So you got to prove it, you know, like you got to get on the job and do the job. If I'm not asking you to name names, but where we work currently, this is dangerous. If we were to put out an IQ test. Yeah. And if you didn't score a certain number that made you like legally stupid, you had to lose your job. How many people would purge today? Just give me a percentage of this company. A percentage? That, a percentage? Oh, I'll just say like 1%. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, because maybe no, no, 1% no, 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 no. in my mind stands for four or five people. No, I'm, I'm a clear dozen people that work for this company would have to go today. I'm sure daily they think about maybe doing without you and I. And that and that's fine. Um, I got I got backup plans. I can always go back to Chippendales. I don't want to do it again because I have kids, but I can go back to that in a heartbeat. But I'm just telling you, some people do their assigned job very well, but they're not smart. And they can can serve a function in your company. But if you had to pass a smart test, how many people would have to go? I'm saying at least a dozen people out of this company. Really? A dozen people? I don't know if I would say a dozen people. I would just say a small handful come to mind right away. I would bet you if you had the equivalent of an SAT or an ACT and you had to, like, even on your ACT, if you had to score 18 or above, we'd lose half our workforce. Really? Guaranteed. Well, yeah. I mean, how many have been removed from a learned... Doesn't matter. You're telling me you still can't do simple math? Well, they could do simple math. No. Sales math all the time. We do math over here with counting. Nope. I don't we would lose the majority of the people you hear on the radio. I probably wouldn't score very well. I'm not a test taker. Oh, God. Those excuses. I'm, I don't do well taking tests. You know I, where ah, I think I win? Get I'm the hell out smart. of here. Street smarts will always trump book smarts because you can get your way around. You can get yourself through life. The book smart people, they're awkward. They make people feel awkward. And maybe we just put you in a cubicle all day. You'll probably thrive there. Don't tell doctors this. I know a lot of really cool doctors that yeah, are but that have super smart smarts. and book smarts. I know, but I'm not telling you. Don't take away book smarts. That's what makes the world go round, man. Uh, all right. Well, I want to know who at your work is just strange. Or different. You know? Or or different. And we don't want where you work. We don't want names. But what makes them so strange? What makes them just a little bit off? Hey, Brian, tell me about this guy that you work with. I work with a guy. He's an EMT. He has okay. a glorious mullet, like <laughs> thick, luscious, big. Yeah. And the funny part about it is, though, so you call 911, and you're expecting to 
get these people. And here comes this guy, and he's not a little guy. He's about six three, six four, close to two fifty, three hundred pounds. But he knows with his stuff. Big mullet yeah. coming to help you save your life. He wanted to chop it off, but we told him not to. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> don't, don't, don't ever chop that thing off. If that makes him less capable of helping me or uh, delivering CPR to somebody that needs it, then uh, you. If can I fall down the it. stairs, I got a broken leg, yeah. and I have to call the ambulance. I want, dude, and what's that guy with the mullet's name? What's it going to be? It's going to be uh, Kyle. Daryl. Right? Uh, Kyle. Daryl. We were talking a couple seconds ago about the guy that uh, put out the now hiring non-stupid people sign and everybody's kind of dogging on him. But he's like, I'm just looking for not stupid people to work for me. Right. Is that all? Like, I, I don't think it is a tough thing to ask for. Like, if you are going to be hired, stay off your phone. If that is a requirement. Just do your job. Kind of got, uh, got us talking about like odd things at the workplace. And Shonda's been waiting to tell us about this. Her her husband works at a place where uh, some of the people are starting to identify, like an identify as animals at his workplace. And so my question for you is, if Kat and I worked there, like what animals would we be, Shonda? Oh, gosh. Maybe a snake because I'm sneaky. Put me on the spot here. <laughs> a snake again. Um, no, not a snake. What about JJ? Think of the angriest animal out there. I would probably be a mongoose. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know just... why, but I'm thinking gorilla for JJ. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. All right, all right. A big gray butt. Let's get <laughs> At least I'm not the red butt one. Um, all right. So, so Kat would be what? She'd be more of like a, a stupidosaurus. Brilliant. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> but you're laughing. <laughs> Hey, good morning. It's Kat and JJ. I really appreciate you letting us be part of your morning. Got this text earlier from Alex. And, man, I appreciate you holding here for a second so we can get you on the show. Uh, I understand that some things are gone a little awry. How are things, like, as you're sitting right now? It's worse than, like, I ever thought it would be in my marriage. Um, Normally, I'm not home during the day. But last Friday, I was. And I grabbed the mail. And in it, I saw this credit card bill that I didn't recognize and even more concerning, it was made out to my wife. So in the beginning of this conversation, I thought you were going to say, hey, I'm normally not at home during the day. I walk in. My wife's with somebody. Is this worse than if you were cheated on? Well, yeah, I, I think so. Like, oh. initially, I thought she was cheating, and that's why she had this, like, secret card. Yeah. But it's worse than cheating because when I open the bill, it turns out, like, She's got like some sort of chronic shopping problem and has racked up literally thousands of dollars in debt buying clothes. Oh my God. Have you, have you noticed like an, uh, an influx in, in clothing in her side of the closet? Like, wouldn't you see that she had new clothes on all the time? Uh, you know, I leave for work pretty early in the morning. She does like, she has a few closets and I've never really like taken inventory until like I saw this bill and like, I don't know how new these clothes are, but I mean, this has been going on for years and she's just been making minimum payments. Yeah. So the amount that like is owed is literally more than she makes in a year. Oh my God. So we're over maybe 20,000, 30,000. I don't even want to say because it like, it makes my stomach hurt just like thinking about it. Wow. So yeah, yeah, no, it's serious. You're at a point now where you got to have this conversation, right? And one, I have to have a conversation. Two, we have to destroy this card because she can't continue yeah. at this rate. Yep. So how are you going to approach her with this? Like, this is, 
I, you have every right to be angry, by the way. This is a bad secret. Anything that has to do with financials and, you know, now you're going to have to sit there and pay off all this debt when you could be saving for a fun uh, vacation or retirement. How are you going to talk to her about this? Well, that's what I like. Initially, I was so angry. I knew I just couldn't bring it up. But I mean, if she has a problem, like I'm happy, like we'll get help. I mean, I love her and I like I want her to be happy and I want her to have nice things. But like the amount of money that's like owed, like we have to like take a pause on that. Like I'm willing to sacrifice to get it paid off. Yeah. But like we just can't continue like this. And if there is a problem, we have to address it because it's just unfair to our family. Like, yeah, I agree. And furthermore, you got to trust her in the future, thinking that uh, you're you're going to be watching every every trip back from an errand that she runs. You know, so maybe we'll we'll put you uh, on hold or hang up with you and turn up the radio and let's see if people have some advice as to how to approach her. Yeah, because I mean, I don't want it to. I don't want to stand up like counseling because like right. I blew up about it. Makes sense. Talking about Alex, who had called, he texted us really early this morning, saying, "Guys, I need your help." And found out uh, when he stayed home from work last Friday that his wife has secretly opened a charge account, racked up tens of thousands of dollars shopping. So, you really I mean, can't do this overnight. So the fact that she has been shopping, maybe hiding bags, maybe hanging things up right away so he can't see that there were new clothes purchased, that I think would hurt the most. That every single day she's making that decision to rack up even more debt. Did you see Lisa's text? She said this could be a way that she's dealing with an underlying issue like anxiety, depression or loneliness. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people who silently suffer find unhealthy outlets to feel better. Well, obviously we see the spiral because now it could lead to divorce. And then how much more depression and anxiety are you going to have there? I feel like that's not gateway. going to happen just because he was level-headed enough to not blow up at her all weekend. Yeah. And then to hit us up today, kind of looking for some advice. I appreciate that. Derek, how are you feeling today, man? Good. Good. Advice on the situation? How would you handle it, man? Well, I actually went through this exact same thing here about three years ago. Okay. And I, my advice to him is... To be open and honest with each other because I wasn't. Okay. And now I'm separated. T- tell me tell me about the I wasn't part. Like, what do you mean you weren't open and honest about it? Like, how did you you feel like you handled it the I, wrong way? Yeah, I did. I, I didn't uh, address it openly with her. I knew about it, but I didn't say anything about it. Oh. And before I knew it, there was over $30,000 in debt. Why didn't and, you say something, man? I mean, you, just, you, you, you didn't feel like it was your spot or you didn't want to make her feel bad. Like there had to be a reason you didn't say something, right? Well, uh, part of it was maybe I, I felt a little bit guilty because I wasn't making enough money. Oh. Okay, so you were thinking she I was making like, up for the lack of cash that you guys had in your account by spending cash you don't have? Exactly. It's amazing okay. how the mind That's works like the that, I right? Felt. It'll work against you, huh? Yep, yep, and I I knew about some of it. I didn't know about all of it, but it just by the time I find out about all of it, yeah, I was going through something else at work and everything else, and and when I addressed it, I addressed it wrong, and if you could go back, I know we can't go back, uh, but if you could go back, what would you say when you first found out about it? How would you address it? I I guess I I don't really know how I address it, but you got to be open and honest with it 
and try and figure out a way to get the debt paid off. Yeah. And both of you need to work together to get it paid off because if I would have done that, I think things would have been a whole lot different. We maybe could have worked the debt down to the point where, you know, we could manage it better. Sure. Do you think you would have helped her work the debt down but still kind of had that um, resentment? Resentment, yeah, good word. Um, I think that, I don't know, maybe a little bit, but I think that if we would have worked together, it would have, we could have solved it together, which would have been an accomplishment instead of, you know, I handled it by getting really angry and, and she left. Yeah. Yeah. It's a guy's way of doing things, man. I don't blame you. I think, uh, you know, lesson learned, obviously in hindsight, I appreciate you, you calling your advice is going to be wealthy this morning. Thank you, sir. You bet. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate right. it. Have some info. This is from Michelle. Uh, Minnesota is not a community property state. As long as his name isn't on the debt, he is not responsible for it. Uh, even if she died, he wouldn't have to pay that back. It happened to her dad when her mom died. She had a bunch of credit cards that he didn't know about. Oh, no. The only one he had to pay was the one she opened in his name. That's really <sighs> scary. And I don't worse, know if that's right? for is that forgivable because now you're setting somebody else up. And putting them in the line of fire. Like, you, your name on it, whatever. We can deal with that. But you doing that to me? Mm. I think if I had to put a bow on all of this, most people are saying address it calmly, address it head on, find a moment of honesty, and get this out and air it out. So we'll pass all that stuff on to Alex. Thank you guys for your input. (laughs) What's trending? What's trending? All right, what's trending today, Trending. We're going to make it through it. Okay, we were listening to this before the show. It really made us feel a certain way. This is a video that's gone viral of uh, a white woman, a bridesmaid, and she was doing this cringeworthy wedding speech, and I don't know. We might have to cut it off. Well, here's here's what you also have to know, is that if I'm correct, this is a... Uh a black and white couple, right? A biracial couple? Correct. Yeah, and this is the, the speech she's giving at the wedding. Yeah. Tell death to his party, but he's seriously. You better take care of my girl. Because if you don't, I know where you live. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not going to be racist, you guys. I'm just saying, okay? Oh, no. I'm going to be racist, okay? No. Just kidding, just kidding. Of course, you guys are going to get the, like, animation cops. Oh, my God. No, seriously. Uh, I just, you like, you got to stop. You got to stop. The <laughs> like, blitz. Whoa, 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 So whoa, this whoa, is whoa, whoa, why whoa, whoa. we write out our speeches. This is why we stick with a cute little story from college. You know what I'm saying? Because you could tell she was feeling so embarrassed and then, or, like, like nervous to talk in front of people. And then the train got off the tracks right quick. And now she is just everywhere. Here's a tip. If you ever utter the words not to be racist, whatever you're about to say next is probably at least a shade racist. Yeah. So then you go, no, I'm going to keep that as an inside thought. Yeah. Or I'm going to form it in a better way that doesn't involve race. Oh, my God. The little girl in front listening the face she gives the mom that's, next to her, like, oh my God, what is happening? That's the third time I listened to that this morning, and it is... Oh, it makes me feel hot inside. So listen, if you have a wedding coming up and you are responsible for delivering a message to the masses, make sure it's cute. Make sure it is in good taste. Or say, hey, not this time. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and I'm not eat my a salad. public speaker. Yeah, this isn't you know? my jam. And that is what's trending. Radio Paparazzi.
The former nanny of Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde is doing a sit down. So before we said if she's not going to gain anything like money wise from this, she's telling the truth and she might be telling the truth. But now she's getting some money for it. He was reading all of her messages. I walked upstairs and Jason was bawling his heart out. He was just crying really hard and saying she left us. I'm going to try. I'm going to do everything to win her back. But she said, I kissed Harry at the dinner in Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. I kissed him I put the you know put the first move on him and I'm so nervous because he hasn't said anything at this point Jason said you know what she's just acting so desperate throwing herself at Harry um I don't know if she's lying she might be telling the truth she's my she might be one of those people that just can't hold secrets in but after all that he walked around the house with what that's coming up with the next radio paparazzi and more from her interview all right post Malone I think that he is just a huge teddy bear that likes to smoke pot. I think that he is one of the coolest guys out there. He got to do a gender reveal at his concert in Tulsa. What is it? You got a date? Ah! He's so excited. Thank you so much. You're going to be a girl dad. Oh, you're going to be a girl dad. I only, like him. Only big teddy bears say stuff like that. You're going to be a girl dad. That's so cute. Millie Bobby Brown. Can somebody explain to me, Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown, 18 years old, how she and Mariah Carey are best friends. They hang almost every day. She's, she's a mom at the end of the day. You know, she's an amazing mom as well. So, um, yeah, she's usually just in her PJs. I mean, they're beautiful PJs. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but they're PJs. Yeah. Because she sings so much and so often, she is the one of the busiest women ever. Um, she obviously has her own studio and to be able to watch her sing again I mean it's like having a mini Mariah concert all day long what a lucky gal just to sit there and have her sing to you privately all the time Mimi what you doing today you want to hang okay no problem sure blowing out the candles today Jenny McCarthy is 50 Sophie B Hawkins is 58 and Anthony Kiedis is 60 today Is that some fried rice? This is cauliflower and veggie rice. That smells delicious. It is. It's got uh, edamame, some carrots. We have some uh, yellow bell peppers, chicken and red bell peppers, and green onions, and cauliflower. Such a popular breakfast choice, too. I'm very proud of you. (laughs) Who eats cauliflower rice? I am clean eating like you are. Am I giving you crap? No, no, you can't. Well, I mean, you're going to give me crap for drinking my water? I don't know. I just. Whatever. I can't do anything uh, right. I just said if, it smelled great. If I had a it bomb burrito, so, it would be bad. If no. I had a Pop-Tart, it would be bad. I'll tell you this much. You were a lot happier eating bomb burritos. I was a you lot happier. You were a happier. lot more pleasant to be yep. around. I need We, we I need to go back that. to that. Patty, uh, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Nothing. Nothing. Air. Oh, Which, that sounds healthy. Coffee. Uh, how about cauliflower <laughs> rice with edamame and uh, a bunch of other stuff? Yeah, right. yuck. Patty cakes. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I've never very, had it. I don't know. You feel how aggressive and just like ill mannered she is when she doesn't have things like a bomb burrito. But for I breakfast? feel like I'm pushed to that point. Like I can't do anything right in here, Patty. I can't make healthy choices for my body because then it's bad. You're eating an apple. I always morning, eat healthy. I always eat healthy, Patty. <laughs> always. Well, that's good. Hey, don't encourage right. her. Don't encourage her. Do not encourage her to have a better life, Patty. That's not what we're here for right now. We're here to give you free money All right. with high low. Thanks to our friends at Key of St. Cloud. Cat, the envelope, please. Yes. You can reach around your cauliflower, I right? I can do that because it's just a tiny bowl, good portion. <laughs> and I'm ready. All right. There's a dollar amount sitting in front of Cat. Your objective, Patty, is to figure out how much money is sitting in front of her. We'll give you 15 seconds to do so. And Cat's going to help you with the instructions of going higher or lower with your next guest. Before we get you started, any questions? Nope. 
rooting for you, Patty. Uh, we're going to start the clock when you give us your first guess. So clear your mind, take a deep breath, and from Key of St. Cloud and KCLD, good luck. Come get that money. 3500 Higher. 4000 Higher. 45 Lower. 42 Higher. 43 Higher. 44 Higher. 44.50 was the last legal guess it was. 44.55. Damn. Damn. Patty, $5 away from $4,500. $5. Oh. My heart's beating really fast right now for you, Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because you guys need some food. (laughs) (laughs) Morning. You got Kat and JJ up in the playhouse. What did you guys do with the leftover? Did you give away all your candy, by the way? Mm -hmm. Everything. I dumped it. Our neighbors, uh, well, the mom, Luinda, brought over her two girls that haven't been feeling well. And so they came over in their pajamas Mm. and they just opened up some pillowcases. And I was like, all right, you can have the rest. So I gave them. Like each half a bucket. Do you have any trick or treaters that just shouldn't have been there? Um, we had really good kids this year. Even the four, we had a couple sets of four teens that were riding around, and uh, they were they were nice. They were very polite. We had a young lady show up to our door with her daughter. Yeah. All right. Uh, her daughter couldn't have been three or four years old. This young lady uh, was dressed as a crip okay. gang member. Oh, wow. And she had a tattoo on her upper right breast as she wore a very low-hanging shirt. How old? Oh, it was a woman? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And she held out the suitcase, and so did her daughter. Oh, okay. So she was- double-dipped. And as she bent over to see her daughter's bucket, uh, what was in my line of sight made me automatically grab a handful and put it into her basket without even thinking. A little treat for her treats, huh? I just was like, you're doing it right, lady. You are absolutely doing it right. We had uh, just a lot of show-offs in our neighborhood, and I don't really appreciate it. Like, I'd like a heads up, maybe like a couple days in advance. This is what we're putting together. There were mini cloth to-go bags that the elderly couple on the corner had filled with King size candy bars, uh, uh, GAC. Do you remember GAC? Like the squishy Play-Doh oh, yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah, would fart stuff, when you right? push it in. <laughs> um, they had, what did they have? A hot cocoa mix and some cheese puffs. It was a goodie bag. I was thinking about that last time. I was time. so lame. My grandma friend used to always give out the goodie bags. She'd have, uh, she'd have 50 paper bags. And then she'd have one with my name on it, one with Jason's name on it, one with Shannon's name yeah. on it, like all the, the grandchildren. But uh, she would hand them out to all the kids in the neighborhood. Each one would have an apple. Each one would have a pencil. And I think she'd put $2 bills in them. What I would give for that time, you know? She was retired. Yeah. She didn't have anything going on. A really nice lawn, giving out jello shots. Everyone's like, oh, the party's over here. I'm like, they're lame. Let's begin now. Yo, let's get it, guys. At 6.03, welcome to Cats Friday. Uh, Yes, it is my Friday. But it just seems like... It's going to be impossible to get ready. I swear to God. It is I, difficult to take radio vacation. Well, I booked it three months ago, and I just looked at our itinerary yesterday, and I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to have to wake up when it's still night out to get to the That's airport. Not anything different for you. You just got to be, you I just got to lead the pack. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if guys understand, like, as as the mom and the planner of everything, 
like it's exhausting to go on vacation with your family. As much fun as I know we're going to have, it's exhausting. People look to you to have all the answers and like keep things flowing. What are you most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Cocoa Beach. Like, yes, Universal is going to be fun. Um, but like, I'm not a total rides chick, you know, I'm going to fake it till I make it. Cause my kid is really excited. Um, even if I have to go to the bushes and barf and get back on the roller coaster, I don't care, but I love road tripping with them. Cause they're so fun. We have a lot of fun and it's only like an hour to Cocoa beach. And then we're going to find a crab boil, oh, like one of those bags. Yeah, yeah. And then you open up the bag and all the steam comes out and then you crack crab until you die. Oh, I can't wait. Just like a day at Cocoa Beach, you're just going to do sandcastles and jump in the ocean stuff? Yes, and then we're going to do all the kitschy shops, and I think we're going to try Canaveral. I don't Uh, know yet. Just to say that he went and just to see this stuff. There's no rocket launch or anything like that, but they do have some fun places to go to. So so. growing up, that was a a little bit of a a weird spot for me because... um, uh, Cape Canaveral was was cool, and my dad had kind of different clearance. But when you get to Universal, uh, my dad, when he got done being in the military, he was a hydraulic engineer, and his company does almost all of the back engineering for all the stuff at Universal Studios. Oh, that's cool. So uh, anything that I remember, it was a big deal for him when they first got the contract because they had a Back to the Future ride, yeah, and they had a giant Jaws ride, and I'm sure they're probably gone by now. But we were able to go back and go behind the scenes. And get into the machinery, yeah, and look at it, all, how it all works, and like so, like people are going through the rides, and this jo- this giant jaws would jump out at them, and I was yeah. seeing it from behind, and how all the electronics and all the hydraulics works and stuff. That was very cool. Have you ever seen the 1994 movie with Martin Short Clifford? Have you no. seen that movie? Oh my God, his uncle did that. Oh really? Yeah, he did all the behind the scenes, <laughs> and so his whole life he's obsessed with dinosaurs, and he's a little kid, and he's cross-eyed, and he plays that little. <laughs> It is so funny. You would love it. Most of us are in trouble then. Australian researchers have now discovered a bizarre yet scary potential link between picking your nose and Alzheimer's disease. Evidently, according to this doctor, uh, Dr. McKay, every time you go to pick your nose, you're pushing bacteria up into your brain. Once it's in the brain, then your brain or this mouse's brain creates a response, which are very similar to the response that we see in Alzheimer's disease. It could be that picking your nose or plucking your nose hair could enable this bacteria to get into your brain through your nose and then could be a trigger for Alzheimer's disease. What I want to know is what is the bacteria? Uh, I want to know. Is it common household bacteria? Is it something only found in sheep turds? I mean, wh- wh- what's the bacteria? That's what I've I should know. I've never seen a mouse pick its nose. Like, ever. <laughs> so. You gotta leave. You don't have to go home, but you have to leave now. <laughs> Alright, maybe I'll leave with all my money. Get those champagne wishes Caviar dreams ready because the Powerball for Wednesday is $1.2 billion. Nobody won? A billion. I forgot to buy a ticket yesterday. Nobody won. Nobody won, sir. So Wednesday, tomorrow is $1.2 billion, so the take-home has got to be like... $600 million. Just crazy. A Princeton man's muskie is officially a new record. The Minnesota DNR certified Eric Backe's 58.25-inch fish, which is the largest to have a catch-and-release in Minnesota. The last one was 57 0.25. How do you like to be that guy this morning? Somebody broke his record. That's almost five feet 
It of fish. looked delicious. Can you eat mosquito? Like, I've never can, seen it on a menu. I think you can. I think you're, you're supposed to throw them all back, I think. Because they're icky to I don't, eat? I, I don't think know. it's just because the population is so low. Oh, yeah, I You know did. what I mean? I don't think you're able to keep them. I love that this video is resurfacing. It came out last year around uh, angler season, and this girl sits there and rates photos of guys holding their fish up. Here we go. This is one of the better fish that I've seen. It's long, it's shiny, it's translucent. It looks like a precious gem. I really like your fish. This one upset me. I don't think it was a flattering picture of you or of your fish. Um, I wish you would have chosen a different angle. <laughs> I like this fish a lot. Very long, very slender. Um, I wish you'd put it back. Cat just said... That she feels like white trash for wearing Vikings gear on a not a game day. Why do you feel that way? I don't know. I wear sports stuff all the time, and I never game see you wear Vikings stuff. Uh, you wear you wear St. John's stuff or uh, Cathedral. Football. Well, here's the deal. I figure my kids are paying enough to go to those places. Therefore, I need to uh, get more people to go to those places, so yeah. the tuition goes down. That's how I, I guess. Maybe it you wear Cubs stuff. I wear Cubs stuff a lot, but uh, like I have Vikings gear. You're right. I only wear it on. Game day. I know. I wouldn't feel white trash, though, if I wore it on a Tuesday. I do. Maybe it's the purple. These are kind of trashy colors if you think about it. They're not like classic buccaneer, like you black take a and second red. and just review what not you're saying Not everybody here? loves the purple. I'm very excited with how the team is playing. I'm just saying the colors are not my vibe. But I'm wearing it, and I don't know why. Like, I chose it out of my closet today. How weird. You remember that our show originates in Minnesota here, right? Yes, I do. And almost every single person listening is a Vikings fan, right? Almost. I don't mind those guys. They help even out the herd a little bit. I think people know what I'm a, talking about. Need a like, little wackadoodle. I don't think it looks white trash. You like it? No, I didn't say I like it. I said I don't think it looks white trash. <laughs> uh, starting today, we have the St. Cloud winter parking restrictions going into effect. That means Yeah, it's going to be 70 car, degrees. Makes total sense. Good job, guys. It's the timing. Means your car could get a ticket if it's on the wrong spot. So know the odd no? even parking restrictions. How about no tickets till there's snow on the ground and there's a reason for this? I get it. You got to put a calendar date on that. But everybody can look ahead 15 days and go, there's not going to be any significant snow till then. Park wherever the hell you Do want. Do we know that? I don't know if you remember the blizzard they of 91. They knew that was coming. There's just no way of getting the word out. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, this is the stupidest thing. If you get a ticket because you park on the wrong side of the street today, shame on you, city government. When's the last city exploiting, hall meeting that you went to? You are exploiting when? people who just aren't paying attention. That's not what our government's for. You can't I hate go on rants without going to meetings and doing something about it. I hate the, yeah, can't. I can because it's our show. Uh, parking rules are enforced from 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. So I dare you. you know. I dare you to give me a ticket for something like this. I will make this a national scene. Wow. It's going to be you're 70 degrees. You're throw deg- a tantrum because Absolutely. you're not following the odd even 70 rules? 70 degrees today. Oh. I got a spot for your odd even rule. You have a responsibility. No. You understand it's not my responsibility, my responsibility to park on the outside of the street because the hysteria. city government. No, 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 no. All right. Follow me into the depths of Avalon. <laughs> Put your arm down. All right. In sports, uh, we have Tom Brady already speaking out. I don't know if you realize how fast this whole process has gone, but it's almost working out really well for this couple. There's a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home. And obviously the good news is things that it's a very amicable situation and I'm really focused on two things taking care of my family and certainly my children and secondly doing the best job I can to win football games no slander that's what professionals do no slandering no talking terrible about 
your ex-spouse and the father or mother of your children. I think they're doing it right. All right, so this teenager, Mr. Bust. So she set up her video camera, of course, because she had to wake up her stepdad to bring her because she missed her bus yet again. And then she had to tell him this. I forgot my backpack. There is no way <laughs> in hell I'm turning this car around. Do you understand me? You better grab a rock and a chisel before you walk into that classroom because that's what you're going to be using to take notes. You got to get your head out of your and instead of focusing on looking like a traffic cone in the morning, you should be worried about getting on the bus in time instead of waking me up to take your sorry to school at 6 a.m. brought her back. Thank you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that at the end. Oh, oh this is the best of it. Thank you. Shut up. <laughs> uh, let's say you come home today from work. And what was amazingly cool fall decor has suddenly transformed into the winter wonderland you thought you were going to be able to put together with your magnificent spouse. So So if Brent really wanted the feel and that's what he loves about decorating with her, he should have said that. Not like it almost sounds like he scolded her. Like these guys have been married for like 20 years. So what? That doesn't mean you can talk to somebody like that after two decades of being together. So you've never just said something to your husband on the way out like, hey. Don't touch that. I want to do this together. No, it's like a mutual understanding. So he's like, I want to make sure that we decorate not before Thanksgiving. I don't want to put the Christmas stuff up before Thanksgiving. So she thinks it's kind of funny. She's putting it all up today. Derek's the decorator. I just literally show up to my house. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Every time the outside is his. I don't get any say, but he has great taste. And so I just leave it alone. Uh, my wife knows the older I get, the less I want to get up on the 30-foot ladder. Yeah. So she's been a little bit more accommodating with that by going, oh, man, if you just want to do the spindles outside, that's oh, fine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll put up some wreaths and stuff like that. But my friend is going to come home from work today, and his home is going to be completely transformed. And she thinks it's kind of funny because he said, well, I don't want it this way until after Thanksgiving. She's like, I'm just going to do it all while he's at work. So my thought is, would this make you angry, Jeff? Would this kind of twerk you a little bit? Kind of, because... The way we did it is we we always do it together, you know. It's setting up. It's like part of we put on a little Christmas music already, and oh, you know, it's a good time because we both love getting gifts for each other. We love getting gifts and giving gifts. Um, so we already have like stuff in our Amazon cart ready to go. And I'm excited. <laughs> it's so weird. Think about ready. taking just that phrase and flashback even ten years ago. If you would have heard somebody say, yeah, we love getting each other gifts, so we have stuff in our Amazon cart, they'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? I love that you guys are so giving. That's a big deal. Yeah, I, I love it. It's a good time to bond and just, you know, so that's why I, that'd be the only reason I'd be upset if he did it without. So he has yeah. every right to come home today and be pretty pissed. Yeah. Do it yourself. If he doesn't want it up till Thanksgiving, a lot of people on our Facebook page are saying, go ahead and do it. Do what makes you happy. But I'm like, man, you're missing out on that chance to have a, a memory with somebody. Um, I just don't know why it's not a conversation. 20 years together and you can't communicate? Like what Well, what you should do? Kids and everything like that. I mean, maybe it's just like, maybe it was in passing where he was like, hey, let's just wait till after Thanksgiving, okay? Bye. And then she's like, no, I'm going to put it up today. Yeah. Everyone sounds really bossy. It was months ago when we were doing some reconstruction here in the Playhouse studio, the main studio. Wow, what a find. And as we ripped back the walls, I was like, what is what is that? And we dusted it off, and suddenly a genie popped out of this odd-looking lamp. And so we made an agreement with the genie, and we said, could you come on to the show and grant wishes to our listeners? 
And our genie said, well, yeah, there's a little bit of a criteria here, though. You can't wish for more wishes. Okay. Can't wish for health. And you can't wish for wealth. So with that said... I'm a genie in a bottle. you the first wish today. And I know you don't like to think of yourself first. You're a very selfless person. But to not make the genie mad. By the way, if you want a gra- if you want a wish granted, you have to call us immediately. We're granting wishes this morning. What would your wish be, Kat? Just to have a snatch body. Just like It's an interesting use of words. It's it's a real term. All right. It's not dirty. Flat tummy, no wing arms, more defined jawline. Okay. Okay. If he can't give me that, I would like healthy hey, no, meals. No, 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 one, one. Healthy meals ready for me every day, all day. Rather, that's how Kim K eats so, so well. She's well a private chef, and it's just sitting on the. All she has to do is show up to the table. So instead of just have waking up tomorrow with a snatch body, you would rather have private meals made. I would rather just wake up with the best body. Yeah, that's true. I'll go with the first one. All right. So if we're granting wishes this morning, it can't be health, wealth, or more wishes. What are you wishing for? I'm a genie in a bottle. I grant you one wish. Choose wisely. Playhouse Genie is granting wishes this morning. How's Sophia feeling? She's good. If we could grant Sophia one wish, courtesy of the Playhouse Genie, remember it can't be health, wealth, or more wishes, what would it be? Um, I think she decided ice cream for every meal. Oh, I love that wish. That's a killer wish. (laughs) Did you tell her teeth will fall out? No, they won't. (laughs) They will. No, they won't. You always get false teeth. She's really good at brushing her teeth. Uh, Sophia is, uh, how old is Sophia, by the way? She's eight. Sophia, what kind of ice cream, if you could have it for every meal? Ooh, what kind of ice cream, Sophia? Chocolate dream. Yeah. Chocolate dream. Wow, that's a girl who knows her ice cream. So that was quick. Uh, is there a favorite place that she goes for ice cream? Is she like a high-end Haagen-Dazs type of girl, or is the Kemp's okay? Uh, oh, we get it from Quick Trip. Oh, quick, <laughs> quick Trip ice cream. Hey, right. Sophia, did you know that when you turn 18, you can have ice cream whenever you want, and nobody can tell you no? Only 10 years away. She said, I didn't know that. Yes, it's true. There's a whole bunch of other stuff you can do legally when you're 18. If you, you can stay vote. On, if you want to stay on hold, I can tell you the really good ones, but uh, I know that you've got to go. So, Sophia, understand that starting Monday, the genie said you can have ice cream for every meal. The genie <gasps> said that's okay. No. He's going to grant your wish. Go to school. Yeah, we're late for school today, 20 minutes late. Jeez, That's all right. Life 20 happens. Minutes? Oh my God. <laughs> Life happens. That kid deserves ice cream if you're 20 minutes late. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great morning. Thank you. Take care. Uh, Candace, I'm assuming you're going to wish for a little bit more than ice cream, but if the Playhouse Genie said you could have anything you want, just can't be health, wealth, or more wishes, what would it be? It will be some Viking uh, tickets. Oh, they're hot right now. And now you'd want to obviously have like. 50-yard line, something close to the field? Yes, sir. That's it. Do you like our colors? That was the question earlier. Do you like the purple yeah, and gold? Yeah, cats were in purple on a Tuesday. Or if you could choose other colors, what would they be? i just stay with the purple and gold. All right. I'm- I really like royal blue or like an emerald green. 
Those are my colors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's my emerald. That's mine is the emerald. Good. We're on the same page. Here's here's what I heard. If you go to to Vikings.com right now and enter Uh in your credit card number, our genie said you can have any ticket you want. Just like that. All right. right. Enjoy the game. Have a great day. Thanks, Candace. I appreciate it. I got time for one more wish. Jeannie's getting tired. Hello, young Dawson. How are you today? Good. How old are you, Dawson? Um, eight. Now, we had an eight-year-old on just previously, and her wish for our genie was ice cream for every single meal. What are you going to wish for? If the genie said you can have anything in the world, just can't be money or good health or more wishes, what would you want? More wishes? I want a rare Pokemon card. A rare Pokemon card. Which which one is the rarest? If we could give you any one, what would it be? Um, a Mewtwo V Max. That okay. was, that's what I was gonna now, say. Now, what makes that so good? Because Mewtwo was the creator of Pokemon. Okay. Would you want it for okay. its like money value, or just that it would crush every other player? It's because I'm a Pokemon collector, and I have a whole. I have lots of binders. I want to complete them. Gotcha. What's your best card? What's your favorite one? Um, my best card would probably be my Eternius VMAX. Okay. I'm hearing a lot of I, 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 and me, me, me. So hopefully when you get the money from this card, you do something for someone else. Yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> you're, I feel li- like- you're lying, because uh, I wouldn't either. Keep that money, It's all right, Dawson. Be That's generous. your money. Don't give that away. Go to school. Why aren't you at school? Because I missed the bus, and then <laughs> we heard you're giving out wishes. <laughs> <laughs> The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.